0: Good to see you. Good to see you. I'm
1: adjusting
0: my <laughs> camera a little so I'm not so close. <laughs> all right. So hi, I'm David Legere of Woodhall Press, and you're tuned in to publish this over lunch. I'm joined today by Ellie Areza, who is an artistic jack of all trades. Uh, Ellie was born in Mexico and moved to the US in her teens and went on to become a powerhouse artist in LA with multiple award winning shorts and feature films voiceover work, uh, had parts on NCIS, Legion, The Bridge, right, among others. Oh, and if it wasn't enough, she also wrote and starred in her own woman's show uh, that was featured at iOS West for seven months called Turtle Love. Blogger, uh, short film writer, feature screenplay writer, uh, you name it, right? She's done it. So for more information, visit her at Ellie Uh Ellie, thank you for being here today.
1: Thank you for um, having me.
0: Especially, it's not actually lunch for you, right? It's nine a.m. Like when I was thinking about that. I'm like, ah, oh, it's, it's lunch here, but. <laughs> I'm so glad we figured that out yesterday because
1: I've been just like in pajamas right now. Um, I actually put my make.
0: This is the earliest I've ever put my makeup on. I think this. Is the <laughs> All right, so uh, breakfast with Elia Reza. Here okay. we are today. Um, I got my so, pants. just to kick it off, would you? Um, you know, start us with off with something you found incredibly inspiring in 2020, right? I've been hearing just it's tough to find that inspiration, and I'm looking for positive. So, like, what's something you're finding so inspiring in 2020?
1: Well, I think I'm an odd duck because uh, what I've actually found inspiring is the confinement, um, which I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with, but for me... Um, I often find that limitations uh kind of give me a really clear uh idea of what I have to work with and actually inspire my, my creativity. So when the lockdown happened and shelter in place happened, I mean uh I started just making lists of everything I could do from home. It just I got inspired. I was like, I can make a music video, I can make a comedy thing, I could, you know, like we write a song I, like and and I, I realize i'm privileged in saying that because i know it's it's been it's a difficult time you know for for everybody um uh thank you unemployment um but yeah that's actually been inspiring <laughs> yeah.
0: you know i love i love that because you know we're talking about, it's a challenging year right everybody haven't seen all these you know the memes It's it's been tough for many reasons mm-hmm. but it's this idea that even though it's difficult you're still finding inspiration which and the reason I, I bring that up is because you're an artist, right? In multiple platforms. So, um, you know, it's a challenge staying inspiring, inspired. So your life and living, right, is dependent on your artistic output. Uh, and you've always amazed me, like you're constantly just producing, right? Every time I talk to you, you know, I see online, you're always doing the next new thing and you've got so many, so much creativity flowing. How do you dig down to that well of inspiration?
1: That's a good question. Um, let me tell you, it's not pretty. <laughs> um, I, think, I think for me, it's a, a lot of introspection. And, and it is a struggle, to be honest, uh, to find that artistic flow. Um, you know, and, and there have been times during this whole thing where I've had anxiety and, and really struggled with worrying about the future. But I keep trying to ground myself. Um, and mm-hmm. for me, like journaling helps a lot. And, and also humor. Like, I think humor is a big part of everything that, that inspires me. It's, I think it's one of my ways of, of coping with the pain in life. And um, yeah, so, so for me, staying in touch with myself uh, by journaling or even doing yoga is a huge part of staying in touch with my own voice. Um, I think it's really easy to, for things to get muddled and to sort of lose yourself in the madness, you know? Um, so I've kind of made it a, a consistent practice to keep looking inward. And that's usually where I find uh, that sort of drive or inspiration to, to make something.
0: I, I love that you mentioned journaling, right? Because I think so often people people forget about how powerful a, a journal is. And I've, and I've had uh, mentors and teachers over the years who've actually told me uh, to stop journaling, right? Like if you want to be a writer... Um, don't write anything else down. Just, it should all come from you within. And I actually found the opposite. I've done that and it works. But for me, I love capturing those moments in a journal and being able to reflect back on and step into it again in that mindset.
1: Yeah, uh, for me, it's, so it's, it's, yeah. it's unplugging. I don't know about you, but for me, it's almost like, yeah, like it, it unplugs things so that, so that, you know, that sort of uh, artistic flow can come through. Otherwise you have too much, for me, too much fears, emotions, and stuff. Kind of wanting to stuff it down, and I need to. I need to open it up. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and you touch on humor, which is so important. We had uh, Gina Bruck on here, um, and you know we have fast, funny women coming out with her, and it's this idea of how important is humor, especially in today, as, as things get difficult and challenging. Um, it seems like holding on to humor is more important than ever. That ability to laugh, and they've shown, right, with medical research, that laughter uh, promotes health and longevity and happiness, all that stuff. Um, so I love that. So um, kind of like changing gears slightly, right? Like it's this idea of inspiration, uh, and now I'm, I'm sure a lot of people, I, I'm I'm interested, right, in screenplay writing. So like it's this idea, right? All these writers that are are, are tuned in and listen to this later. We're all writers in some capacity, but we haven't taken that leap maybe into screenplay writing. And I know when I first did my first you know, screenplay, I copied it offline and I had submitted it to the Connecticut Filmworks, you know, a group that I, I work with and they're wonderful. And they had said, what are all these tags in here? And I was like, I'm like, I don't know because I saw them online. So like, how did you get into screenplay writing? Did you have a mentorship? Did you take classes? Um, you know, what, what, what's your story?
1: Yeah. So, um, for me first, it was the, I, I wrote the one woman show Turtle Love and, um, mm-hmm. and after that, that came out, a lot of people kept asking me, well, what, what's next? Is there a sequel to it? Um, and I started <laughs> to think of uh, turning it into a feature. So that's where I first sort of started to, to write at least feature. I'd written like little short films, but hadn't put too much thought into, you know, how to write a screen, screenplay properly. And luckily, a friend of mine um, was in a writer's group, and I asked her, you know, I was like, hey, you know, do, do you know a good comedy? Because it was a comedy, you know, comedy writing teacher, or, you know, I want to write the screenplay. And she connected me with this awesome woman, um, Carol Gordon, who uh, is kind of lived in Hollywood for many, many years and, and been in the business, and her husband was in the business. And she had this classroom in her living room. I think we just called it Carol's class. Um, And it was, you know, invitation only, and I I managed to get in it. And and the wonderful thing about this class is it was an incredibly nurturing environment where people didn't get caught up in, you know, is it written perfectly or are you following all the the screenplay rules? You certainly got notes on that, but more than anything, um, people paid attention to the story and the characters and and they uh, nurtured your strengths and then they very gently, you know, presented your weaknesses and, and ways to, to help yourself. So um so that that was a wonderful group and it was once a week and it forced me to write because I, I had to be forced, honestly. Otherwise I wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the hardest things about writing. I think most writers will agree. One of the hardest things about writing is just sitting down and starting. And when I personally need, I do well with deadlines. I do well with accountability. So that class gave me that you have 15 pages to write. You have to write them by next week and you have to cast it. You know, we cast from the group. And next thing you know, I mean, I was in the class, I want to say six or seven years and ended up writing three feature screenplays that are still works in progress and I'm still learning. um, And I'm finding ways to reach out to people that can help really fine tune and, you know, but that's Uh how I started.
0: So then it is a class, a supportive class could help, or maybe even a writer's group um, to help you stay disciplined because that's, that's the challenge, right? Most writers face in creativity is, you know, like I know a lot of writers who are like, I write when I'm in the mood, right? And it'll be 10 years and nothing was ever finished um, because there is that discipline aspect of uh, being creative that you've mastered,
1: right. And um, even a writing partner, I find I work really well with writing partners for screenplays. I seem to do better that way, so I'm actually actively trying to to do that now, you know to seek out writing partners.
0: That's good. Yeah. you know even uh, Woodhall Press uh, started as a a writers group. You know we're oh, sure. that it's a it's the I, I i'm i love writers groups and i love yeah. book clubs i some big advocate I, I just think community is, is really even in what we're doing right now it's it's, oh, yeah. it's community Absolutely. all right so uh i'm curious uh right so because try to keep this within a half hour i have so yeah, many questions yeah, um what does that artistic success mean to you right you've done this you've been in this industry, you've been in LA, which is no I mean, I hear about all these people go out to LA and then they come back like, you know, two years later, you've gone to LA, you've stayed in LA, you've made a career out of uh, art, right. in all its various facets. So what does that success ultimately look like to you at this point?
1: Um,
0: <laughs> it's you know, that's it's a big really, question. That's a great
1: question. And, um, for me what, my personal philosophy what it what what I've sort of come to believe is that artistic success is is freedom you know and I, I can't say that I'm, I'm necessarily gonna get there in this lifetime I don't I don't know that I will but I, I personally believe a truly successful artist is someone who speaks from their heart, and says what they need to say, regardless of whether or not they make money, or they are admired, or they're put on a pedestal or not. Um, and again, I, I think I'm far from it. But even I think of somebody like Banksy, you know, who he does art for art's sake, and it says something and, and he doesn't. Yeah, sure, he has a certain no- notoriety. But it, you get the sense that he doesn't do it for fame or, or for money, you know, and I to me that's, mm. that's the ultimate success. Um, if you can make money, that's awesome, and there's no shame in that. I'm definitely not a, a, a person who says like, if you're an artist, <laughs> you must be struggling and starving at all. Times. <laughs> I don't really that either. But I do think that continually tying back into and as you evolve as an artist into your true, you know, voice is artistic uh, success.
0: Yeah, I love that. This, it's the it's the pursuit of the passion, right? And if, I mean, my mom always told me when I was younger, uh, do what you love, and then the money will follow. And sometimes the money follows, yeah. but what does follow always is the love and enjoyment of what you're doing. Uh, and I, I think that's that's oftentimes the success. So, you know, what's coming from someone who's been in the industry, uh, right? As you're a writer, you've done all these things. Do you have a kind of just a piece of advice for people that are listening. Like, you know, I think you've kind of touched on a lot of points on discipline. That's kind of one of the things I'm reminding myself that you said is get disciplined, but what's another, just kind of a piece of advice that you would impart on people listening? Oh man, that's a very
1: good question. I know it's
0: 9am. I'm just like bombarding. I know know. it's great. I love it. I
1: love it. Um, Oh, I, I think, I think it's cultivating um, daily practices, I think, would be my, my my biggest advice. I think we have a tendency to feel like everything has to happen all at once, you know, or we have to find that right button to push and suddenly everything will magically, you know, happen for us. Um, but I think and it ties back into what you just said is like, how can you develop even small daily practices to um, to nourish what you what you want um, and actually what you want to feel, I think, focusing Mm. on how you want to feel, I think is more important than what you want to get or achieve because you can achieve an Oscar and you can be standing up there, receiving it and feel like crap. (laughs) And then it's like, who who cares? So I think deciding how you want to feel in your life and finding ways to daily nurture that into your future. That would be my, my biggest advice.
0: Oh, I love that. So that idea of, how you want to feel, right? It's, uh, because how, how often do we actually think to ourselves, you know, I want to feel content today. I want to feel happy today or, or whatever it is like you're, you're, you're trying to feel something and working toward those aims. Right. Um, Yeah.
1: To me, it almost becomes a bit of a spiritual practice, you know, you know, because I think what most of us want is some kind of self fulfillment, you know, um, uh, some kind of satisfaction um, or, or contentment is probably a better word because, you know, satisfaction, like they say, you can't get no satisfaction. It's, ah. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah. How, how can you nurture that more of that?
0: So what's been the most difficult part of your artistic process?
1: <laughs> uh and still so um, yeah, I, for me, I think it's it's uh doubt and overthinking, you know I, yeah, for me, I think it's that um constant you know uh w- is it worth it, you know, is it even gonna be good? is anybody gonna read it? does it make any sense, you know, and you cycle through those over and over and and they 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 make that path very um jerky. <laughs> Um, and I think pushing through that and, and con- connecting back to doing it for the sake of doing it because you love it, because you have something to say, even if only one person reads it, you know, sometimes I have to tell myself that, like, look, if I write this whole thing and only one person reads it, but the one person gets it and connects to it, that's enough. Um, oh, the fact that yeah. I'm fulfilled in, you know, for getting it out of me, <laughs> that's enough, you know? So...
0: You mentioned how often it's worth it. How often actually is it worth it for you, right? Like, how often do you feel, or is it always worth it, or do you have like a threshold? You're like, ah, oh, it's about worth it, fifty percent, or like, I mean, what is that?
1: I think one of the toughest lessons I've learned is <laughs> is how many of your darlings, as they say, you have to mm-hmm. let go of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I have to say that's not my, letting go is not my strength. Um, I'm still learning to do that. Um, and I'm learning to recognize that they are such a key part of the process and, and, and you can still love them and they, you learn so much from them. But I, I think that easily 80% of it, you know, is it, it, you end up discarding, you know, but if you think of it as like a sculptor, who has to throw away bits and pieces of marble, you know, or even an actor, we, we do several takes, and they don't always nah, choose our best nah. take, you know? So yeah. We only see about 10% of all of the work that we did, you know? Uh, so I think it's kind of common that, that happens, and, you, and that's why you have to keep coming back to the process and not the results, and that's one of the biggest tr- struggles too, I think.
0: You know, everything you're saying, you know, reminds me that, I, I have to keep a crazy schedule. Like, I mean, I actually have multiple and I have an Excel spreadsheet where I actually you do budget than I do David. I
1: don't know
0: how you do it. <laughs> well, well, that's what I'm wondering is how do you keep track? Like, is there, I often find time management oh, uh, to be kind of like an issue. As you're talking about all these things, I'm saying to myself, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I agree. But like, how do you budget that
1: time? I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> A lot of times my, you know, thank God my boyfriend cooks dinner every night and helps me with the dog because some days I'm just like, I want to do these seven things and I need to do the one to two hours for each one. I mean, I definitely think you just want to support one. Two, um, I think you, like it's some planning and self-discipline, but I think it's also some learning to go with the flow because- um, Especially in in my business and where I actually do get some income, it's so relationship-oriented that even though as a writer and artist, I want to kind of schedule out my day and shut everybody else out, I also have Mm -hmm. auditions coming in and voiceover Mm -hmm. auditions. And then suddenly a friend calls me and is like, I'm doing a film. And and if I, you know, (sighs) learn to go like, okay, this is coming, I have to receive it and I will come back to that. It's a lot of (laughs) jobs. I, don't, I think it's a very messy process, and I'm not sure that there's, there's a very
0: straightforward answer to that one. It sounds like the essence is stay malleable, but also organized, but kind of roll with it. Uh, yeah,
1: for me, stay committed, uh, I think, to your Yeah, your I, you know, like I love
0: like to do, uh, like my new thing is I give myself three things that I know I can get done today, and it just feels so good to just see those three things. Like, I'm like, all right, those three things are done. Uh, Even if the larger list,
1: right? Yeah, like realistic expectations too, you know? I think I've struggled with, well, I'm going to do these 500 things and I only do, you know, five and I feel like crap. But doing, I think I've learned to do that too. Like, okay, if I just do these things that I know that I can do as realistically, it's actually builds your confidence Instead of, you know, in your time management and what you can accomplish versus just like overloading yourself and putting way too much pressure, which I'm, mm-hmm. I've been very guilty of. Oh, yeah.
0: hundred percent. You know, um, so we've got what's been kind of the most you know challenging parts of the artistic process. Do you have anything that you just reflect back on? And it's by far the most rewarding aspect of everything you've done? Can you just be like mm-hmm. a moment in time from like three years ago when you were just sitting on the beach, looking out at something and you just said, this is it. But like, is there, you know, what's that most rewarding moment for you through this?
1: Um, I think the shortest answer is sharing. I think that mm. when you make something, um, that the best feeling is when you share it in somebody else, you know, even in my writer's group, you know, where, where the first time I brought up writing and, and where they were all cold reading, but, but if, if somebody laughed because they saw themselves or somebody even cried, that was like the best feeling ever. And, and I felt that way when I was writing uh, songs and singing songs, um, sharing a song like for, for the first time, a new song is like, and other people hearing it, that
0: connect. I think that mm-hmm. connection is the best part. Yeah, and it's it, I, I love that, and I love just the way you kind of touch on all of it. You're like, oh, when I was singing this song, and I'm in this band, and I do this screenplay. You like yeah. you look at art not as a separate piece, right, of a pie, but it's just a total. Like, it's just it's all just something to be savored. And uh, I think that's yeah. so, uh, something that I I'm taking away from this conversation. Uh, all right, so lastly. Three things, I ask everybody. Okay. One, coffee or tea? Oh, Every artist great. has their like divide, and I'm always, I'm curious, I like I like um, forming an idea in my head.
1: Right, right. <laughs> well, if it's coffee or tea, I have to go with tea. However, if it's espresso with milk, because I'm not, <laughs> drip coffee is like kind of, mm, I, I would go for tea. If I choose between drip coffee and tea. But if there's an espresso, I'm <laughs> an espresso myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what gets you up every day? You quote, motto, song, something that like, what, what gets you up into the air? Each morning gets you moving.
1: Ay-yi-yi. I'm not good at waking up in the morning, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I actually take about an hour every morning just to sit and drink my tea or my espresso. Um, and try to not look at my phone as much as possible and either journal or sometimes just, sometimes I meditate or sometimes I literally just sit. Um, and I don't even know if I'm answering your questions right now, but (laughs) yeah, I think for me, I I need that time to sort of reacquaint myself with this life and, 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 um, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and approach it again. Um, so yeah, I think that, that that's, that's what keeps me going. I just get up and take a moment
0: to help <laughs> <hope> the world. <laughs> I, I like this, I, one thing I, li- I like that you say, sometimes you just kind of get up each day and you don't try to embrace the, you know, taking care of business. Like you literally, you just might sit in silence. You might just sit in a chair and reflect. And I don't think a lot of us even think about that. And that's that's an important uh, important piece that I'm actually gonna try doing this afternoon.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, and lastly, uh, anything for the people, people listening, like, is there a, you know, a final piece of just advice, a tip, just
1: anything. Yeah. Well, you know, everything we've been talking about makes me think of, um, one of my favorite quotes and I, I know I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not going to say it exact. Um, but when you it's the when you bring forth what is within you it will save you when you don't bring forth what is within you it will destroy you um and actually i think it's from the bible but um uh but i'm not i'm not religious but i think it's such a beautiful um saying and i think as artists i think that's very true i think that i find that if i'm not expressing myself or writing or finding some creative mode i become I'm not as good of a person. I'm not as happy, you know, I'm much more irritable. Um, And I think creativity, I think the last thought I'll share is creativity can happen in so many different ways. And um, it doesn't have to be something that you finish and tie up nicely in a bow and offer up to the world and make a million dollars with. Sometimes it's just how you plate your food after you cooked or, you know what I mean, or how you decorate your house or so. So I think finding ways to just express yourself and be creative is such a wonderful way to just be acquainted with constantly developing who you are, you know, and discover. Yeah.
0: I love that. I love that. Um, so thank you. Thank you for being on here today uh, for everybody. Uh, be sure to check out Ellie Areza at Ellie Arisa.com. dot A.com. Yeah. And if you have any questions, email me, uh, David at Woodhall press.com. Um, Thank you again for being here today.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for anyone, everyone who stopped by. And you can also find me, I'm at Elia Riza on all social media. You'll find it on my website as well. And I'm happy to be in touch if anybody wants to, has any further questions. Thank you guys for joining us. And thank you, David, for for inviting me to be here. This is awesome.
0: Thank you. See you guys. Bye.